Hi, I'm Bob Schobert, the Education Pastor at First Southern Baptist Church in Oklahoma City. Thanks for joining me today as we discuss the Christian doctrine of the sufficiency of Scripture. The sufficiency of Scripture means that in God's written word, He has given us everything we need to know about salvation, about how to trust Him completely, and about how to obey Him perfectly. The Bible is sufficient in these things. We don't need to look anywhere else in order to know about how to be saved, how to trust God, and how to obey God. And I think the Apostle Paul was referring to these things when he was speaking to young Timothy in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. Let's go to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, and I will read verse 15 as Paul is talking to this young pastor. And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Well, he's telling Timothy that these sacred writings contain everything he needs to know about salvation in Christ Jesus. Now, we might be wondering, well, what, what sacred writings was he referring to? What sacred writings was Paul thinking about? What sacred writings was Paul talking about when he told Timothy that in those sacred writings, you have everything you need to know about salvation, about how to be saved? Well, he was talking about the scriptures. And we know that because if we look at that conversation in a broader context, Paul mentions the scriptures. Let's read together verses 16 and 17. And in order to bring in that floor context, I will include verse 15 in this reading. And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. The scripture is, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped, for every good work. Paul is telling Timothy that the scriptures contain everything he needs to know about how to be saved. And of course, the scriptures tell us that in other places as well. Like, for example, the book of James chapter 1 verse 18 tells us that, as well as the book of 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23. I'm not going to read those to you, but you can take a look at those verses, you know, you know, on your own. And they also refer to the word of God as being sufficient in knowing how to be saved. And then Paul seems to be going even deeper in this conversation about knowing and doing God's will when he's talking to Timothy. And, and, and he, he tells Timothy, you know, Timothy, there's something else that you need to know about those scriptures. Yes, in order to know how to be saved, it's all in the scriptures, but also you'll understand, Timothy, that God is very interested in how we lead our lives after we're saved, how we walk in our Christian journey, how we live out our faith. Timothy, use the scriptures which are breathed out by God to teach the people, to reproof, to train, to correct. In other words, what he's saying is, Paul, excuse me, it's Timothy, use the scriptures to tell the people how to be saved. Use the scriptures to teach them how to be on the path that God wants them to be on. And if they are to veer off that path, use the scriptures to show them that they are off the path. 
and then use those scriptures to correct them, showing them how to come back onto the path that God wants them to be on, and use those very same scriptures to teach them how to stay on the path that God would have them to be on. And that is what Paul means when he says that all scripture is breathed out by God and it is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training up in righteousness. And then he adds this comment, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. That is a significant comment. And this is another aspect of the sufficiency of Scripture. Number one, God has good works for us to do. What good works does he have for us to do? Well, it's all in the Scriptures. <laughs> there is nothing that God requires us to do that is not found somewhere in the Scriptures. And how is it that we are to be trained up? How is it that we are to be equipped? How is it that we are to prepare ourselves and to perform these good works? Well, that's in the Scriptures also. It is amazing when we consider the sufficiency of Scripture. Everything that God deems necessary for us to know about how to be saved and how to walk successfully as Christians is found in Scripture. How to be saved, how to trust Him completely, and how to obey Him perfectly it's all in there. We don't have to look anywhere else. We, we, we don't have to ask anyone else. We, we, we don't have to go to the pastor. We don't have to go to our moms. We don't have to call our best friends. The sufficiency of the scriptures doctrine tells us that God is not keeping any secrets. He's not trying to be a mystery. He's told us everything that we need to know. We don't have to look any further to find out what he needs to, what he wants us to know than in the scriptures themselves. And it's not just the New Testament and the writings of Paul and James and Peter that tell us these things. For example, let me refer you to the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 1. And the psalmist is telling us the very same thing. And this is Psalm 119, verse 1. Um, that psalm says simply this, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the way of the law of the Lord. In other words, the psalmist is equating being blameless with keeping the law. How is it that we are to be blameless in God's eyes? How is it that we can be righteous in the sight of of God. Well, God tells us we walk in the law of the Lord. All we have to do to be blameless, all we have to do to be righteous, all we have to do to be perfect in God's eyes is to do everything that the scriptures command us to do and to do it perfectly. That's all. Now, that, <laughs> that, 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 that might seem to be an insurmountable task to you, and it certainly seems to be an insurmountable task to me. There is no way that you and I could do everything that the Scriptures tell us to do, obey every command that the Scriptures tell us to do, and to do it perfectly. But that is the way to be blameless in God's eyes. But you remember what Jesus said? He said, I have not come to abolish the law. I have come to fulfill the law. 
You see, God has provided a way for us to be blameless, for us to be righteous. When Christ died on that cross, he took the penalty of our sins and he gave to us his righteousness. And now God sees us through the righteousness of his son, Christ Jesus. But the law stands. The law is still good. The law is still required. The law is still valid. It's just that Jesus Christ fulfilled the law perfectly and gave to us his righteousness when we placed our faith in him for the forgiveness of our sins. And now, I know and you know that you and I cannot keep the law. And I know and you know that, and even Scripture testifies to the fact that we have all sinned and we have all fallen short of the glory of God. But the doctrine of the sufficiency of Scripture helps us in other ways as well. For example, the doctrine of the sufficiency of Scripture teaches us that we don't have to look any further than the Bible in order to find out what God tells us about a certain subject, about any topic at all. If God speaks on a topic, everything that he speaks on is found in the Bible. We don't have to go to the ancient writings of the early church fathers. We, we don't have to go back and research the ancient traditions of the early church. We don't have to read the books written by Billy Graham or, or, Rob, or, 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 or Rabbi Zacharias or, or, or anybody else. All we have to do is look in the scriptures to find out what God has to say to us about any given topic. And what that means for you and for me is that we can look into our Bibles and we can collect the passages and we can collect the verses where God speaks on a certain thing. And we know that it is complete. That is sufficient. For example, if you're a parent and you're raising children, you know you need all the help you can get in raising those children. If you want to know what God says about how to raise children in a godly way, look in the scriptures. You can do a simple search in some Bible software, or you can just read your Bible and have a highlighter in your hand, and you can collect all of those verses all of those passages and know that your list is not only complete, but it is sufficient in order to raise your children in a godly home the way that God intends. But it's not just raising children, of course. If you want to know about marriages, if you want to know about divorce, if you want to know about how to live a successful life in a Christian way, if you want to know how to walk your faith, in this world, even today, you need to look no further place than the scriptures. If God speaks on a topic, he speaks into it enough sufficiently to tell us what we need to know in order to be successful in that, in order to think about it correctly, and in order to do it correctly. Whatever it is that we are thinking about and whatever it is we are attempting to do, if God speaks on it, his word is sufficient, but it doesn't just stop at the things that we come across in our day-to-day -day life that we want to learn. There's also big doctrine in the Bible. If you want to know about 
atonement. Everything that God says in his word is sufficient for you to know about it. If you want to know about being saved by grace, everything in the Bible is sufficient. You don't need to look anywhere else. If you need to know about baptism, if you need to know about, about heaven, it's all in there. Now, that doesn't mean to imply that there's not a whole lot of other books out there also that provide helpful guidance and helpful direction in any of these topics. But even so, even the good books that are written by good Christians, they don't add to God's Word. They just teach us how to apply God's Word in our day-to-day -day life. God's Word is sufficient. Everything that God wants us to know, God tells us in a variety of ways. He speaks to our hearts. He speaks to us through the Bible. He speaks to us through the church and through, and through prayer and, and so forth. And God's word is sufficient in this context. Everything is sufficient if it is addressed in the Bible. But now there are some other things to consider, some other ways that the doctrine of the sufficiency of Scripture has implications for our lives. Knowing that the Scriptures are sufficient tells us, for example, there is no other book that we can hold up as authoritative, equal to the Bible. There are some religions that do have other books. There are, there are other books out there that some religions have, that some cults have, that they say, you know what? I can hold the Bible in this hand, and I can use this other book in this hand. And when I have these two books, I have God's will for my life. Well, no. The doctrine of the sufficiency of Scripture means you don't need that other book at all. You just need the Bible. And, and, and it also means that you can look at other groups, other religious groups, other sects, other religions, and, and, and you, can, you can tell the cults when you see them if they are adding to the scriptures or if they are taking away from the scriptures, what that means is they are, they are not recognizing the sufficiency of the scriptures, a Christian doctrine that has been upheld for 2,000 years. There are many other implications for this Christian doctrine in our lives and in our Christian walk, things that we don't have time to go into in such a short training video such as this, but I want to encourage you to do some reading on the Christian doctrine of the sufficiency of Scripture. Learn how to know all that God wants you to know about a particular subject and what he has told us in the Bible regarding those subjects. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Bye-bye.